follow so many interviews and listen to so many interviews all over the media, whether it's in magazines or YouTube, as if I'm researching a paper that needs to be published. And all these years, I had no idea what I'm going to publish, but here I am with all the information out there. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tanvi. So if you go look at my Instagram account and specifically the ones that I'm following on Instagram, it is filled with nostalgia. Like I'm following all the people from the 90s and I'm following like random people like Kim Sharma. Do you remember her? It's like a shrine of my 90s nostalgia. And ladies and gentlemen, that's your second host for the podcast, Slow. Special mention to our social media partners, Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. So we have reached the final episode of our podcast and today we are talking about Monsoon Wedding. So Monsoon Wedding released in the year 2001 and it is produced by Carolyn Barron and Meera Nair and directed by Meera Nair and the movie is written by Sabrina Dhawan. So it has been produced, directed and written by women. Woohoo! Shout out to women. Yay! The movie has a huge star cast. I'm just going to go ahead and read all the names because every one of them did such a fantastic job and they were all pivotal to the story. So here we go. It stars Nazruddin Shah, Lilith Dubey, Shifali Shah, Vasundra Das, Vijay Raz, Randeep Huda, Tilotama Shom, Parveen Davas, Rajat Kapoor, Neha Dubey, Khulbushan Gharbanda, Roshan Seth, Kamini Khanna, Jess Arora, Ram Kapoor and Natasha Rastogi. This is a story about a true Indian family. So basically there is a wedding in the family. All the relatives from around the world are coming over and when everybody gets together there is a lot of pain and a lot of joy that comes out. So this is this movie just represents how everything goes down and it just wonderfully shows what a true Indian family looks like. So let's dive in. We are through with our second season. I cannot believe it. But this movie was such a icing on the top. Don't you think? Truly, truly, truly. It's such a perfect ending to the Indian family drama series because this is as Indian as it gets. And also this depicts the modern family. And this movie, like I mentioned, it is released in 2001. So 2001 in general for India was a very interesting year because a lot of changes were happening in India in terms of globalization. Like the India that we know now was very different from the India that we knew in 2001 and in 2001 India was on the verge of the big globalization and then you know it would just open up our economy so much. So this was just on the verge of that happening. So if you watch the movie you know from that standpoint you can understand a lot of things. And I like of course, we both are Delhiites and the movie is based in Delhi and all the small snippets around the city that you get to see, the roads, the lush green trees on the roads, Kanot Place, yeah. the Chai Wala Ka Dhaba. Even though I don't drink chai, but I would go with my friends to just hang out there while they drink chai and I, I'm air quoting smoking <laughs> because they are not really drinking chai. <laughs> but yeah, and I just, I liked how the narration of the film was so well weaved in with the city hmm. so city was kind of a character in the film and uh, the movie just starts with a bang you get to know that there is a wedding in the fam family and everybody's coming over and some of the guests are going to stay over some are visiting and you just dive right into the family drama right away and Nasiruddin Shah oh my god he is so 
effortless like the character he plays of the father in a delhi punjabi family it's like he nails it his his language and did you notice that the film is actually in english we have to talk about the language used in this movie do you yeah. want to talk about it now yeah why not so yeah the language is perfect because this is exactly how we speak and you know most of the hindi films they talk either way too much in hindi or way too much like oh hello how are you what are you? nobody talks like that and nobody talks like perfect perfectly in hindi so you know if this was not a podcast and if i was genuinely having a conversation oh. with flo it would go something like dekha hai na it was perfect ha maza aaya so this is like completely random i'm not saying anything about the podcast but this is just an example of how we would actually talk yeah that is absolutely true because i've written it down you know that we have to talk about this language right because me too yeah wow <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like you know like you said this is the true representation of a modern family in india so a lot of people in the west they are kind of surprised when they listen to us talk in english because they're like ah oh, i didn't know you guys knew english you know but this is exactly how we talk in real life we use a lot of our own language which is hindi and you know other regional languages and then we put it in our english sentences so if you want to know how an indian speaks when in india please watch the movie and watch the movie for all other reasons as well as to if you want to see how an urban indian family works then watch the movie because i like i was telling tanvi before recording this is like to the t perfection you know actually i i recommended this film to a lot of my friends in mm. college who were like non indian they were from different countries who had not seen hindi films so they were this group of people who were actually from malaysia and philippines and all these uh, south asian countries who had seen hindi movies and they would see me and they wouldn't even know me and they would just go sharukh khan to me like <laughs> no yeah and then there was this another set of people who were from like latin america and central america who had no idea about hindi movies and then they wanted to watch them and this was the movie i told them like watch monsoon wedding mm. because i felt this was like a perfect this was not over the top hindi song and dance but there was song and dance exactly how it is part of our life in part of like our festivals and functions and weddings and the language we speak the clothes we wear and how educated and traveled and exactly how we are so i felt like okay this is the movie i'm going to like officially declare that this is the movie everybody in the west should watch for the first time if they've never seen a hindi movie yeah i completely agree so now going on like we can like, get done with the songs part of it because this movie uh, didn't have an original score hmm. all the songs are taken from different movies and different albums and they just fit the situation of the movie so i know um, you know we both had a lot to say do you want to start they've used a lot of you know, actual hindi movie songs which is exactly what we do in india if you grow up in india hindi movies and movies in general are such a part of your life it doesn't matter if you're a rich person in india or if you're a poor person or if you're a middle class person one thing that connects everyone in india is movies you know our love for movies so even in real life when you go to an indian family and when you, when you meet them when people are happy or when we just want to dance or you know sing we will always reach out to hindi movies and that's exactly what was shown in the movie as well like during wedding specially you know when there's a sangeet and things like that we always go to hindi movies or when there's a party when they're in this nice buzzed drunk we'll always start singing hindi songs and i felt like you know it was just a perfect representation of how india and movies are so connected it's such an integral part of everyone's life all the songs that you see in the movies they're all older hindi songs so so yeah 
Yeah, exactly how you said. I felt like this movie actually shows how a non-film family, like if it was a real family, if it was mine or your family, we would play these songs. Like if there was like a if there was like a gathering and everybody, you know, all the elderly people were sitting. So there will be songs from like the 70s and you know, Rajesh Khanna number or a Devanan number playing. And if it starts raining and we have like, oh, we need chai and pakora and we need this aaj mausam beiman hai kind yeah. of a song. And like how I think in the previous episode you had mentioned like if you're going on a drive you want to listen to a certain kind of number so this film actually does that so it takes all these songs which we would pick in real life and actually puts them in the situation and plays them in the background and there are people who are like kind of just lip syncing or kind of doing a karaoke to those numbers and you know that this is exactly how you would do and I like that a lot of them were not even in tune you know they're uh, they're uh, <laughs> they were singing really badly but that's how it happens like yeah. people are singing and you're like please shut up but they're like <laughs> so I really yeah I like that and you know it shows how we always say like in Hindi movies or even in any Indian movie for that mm. matter in other languages as well it's like if there is a situation in your life we have a song for that situation it could be any situation are you hurt have you broken your foot are you bleeding <laughs> from your nose has your computer crashed <laughs> we have a song for you <laughs> because we have song if you're feeling cold have you run out of hot water in your bathroom like the most bizarre situations have a song and right. if you can't find it in one language you will definitely find it in another language and we will use it like there is there are times when i have like you know uh, i'm singing songs which are in tamil or like in Malayalam and I don't know what they mean I have no idea I just know they're like I just know emotions or they're like really fast and right. I just think that they sound really fun so there have been times so basically point being that you know our music this movie just shows how music can be just you know adapted to hmm. all of our lives like you know there's there's this song during Sangeet where a cousin is supposed to perform and you know she's uh, dancing to this number chunari chunari <laughs> she's dancing to that and then we were looking at it and we were like oh my god there's something like if we choreograph the song this is exactly how it would be right so it's exactly. just it's just perfect and Meena Nair has gotten it absolutely right and she grew up in Delhi uh, so it totally reflects I like the fact that a lot of actors that I read out in the beginning most of them grew up in Delhi yeah so I feel like you know they brought their own Delhi essence into the movie and maybe that also kind of helped I feel you know <laughs> yeah you know I try to be all this like evolved and try to be like okay you know I want to just accept all cities as they are but it is so hard for me to like let go this like love for Delhi and with all its you know horrible yes. things that are there yeah. like flaws and problems and everything but I see Delhi and especially when I see Delhi's in like pre-90s movies like after 90s the Delhi has been ruined by all the infrastructure and everything but I see all these movies in like you know where uh, Deepti Naval is there or like you know uh, Farooq Sheikh Chashmi is there Badur, and yeah. Chashmi Badur and I'm like I, I don't know there's this I, I feel this pain in my heart which is like sweet nostalgic pain for a city which is unreal so yeah while I'd like to believe like oh no you know all cities are great and no matter where you live and blah 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 but when it comes to Delhi I just like lose it <laughs> like, I'm like okay screw you all Delhi is yeah. Delhi is the best have you seen the roads it's so wide like I haven't seen such wide roads anywhere in India I know and I always like if I've dro- driven in Delhi I can drive anywhere yeah <laughs> that is true <laughs> Okay, back to the movie. So yeah, of course, we love the songs. And I just want to special mention the song, Aaj Mausam Bada Beiman Hai. Like, 
Aaj mausam. And I don't want to sing any further. Are you singing in all the episodes? <laughs> I do. I should put all your singing together. <laughs> Wish I was like a better singer, but yeah, you know, I'm one of those people who can't sing but refuses to shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that song like the love story of Alice in Dubai like Dubai is like looking at this is the first song we see where they're like you know with the marigold flowers and yeah you know he's throwing flowers and I was like oh my god this is the sweetest love story and this is such an unconventional love story mm-hmm. I feel like Meera Nair or somebody has to like go back and create a storyline of their but this was a good angle too like they get a lot of screen time so it's not like they are not there I now you know the song is originally picturized on dharmeend mm. but i look and uh, rakhi i think and when i now when i look you think of the song i think of like vijay raj and tilottama it's like that's how crazily it's like changed on my mind you know dubey is a wedding planner but he's not like this professional wedding planner so like i said because it was set in 2001 that shows the proper india like before globalization hit us it was just these regular people who would arrange the whole wedding you know like the flowers and everything so he's one of those people and alice is is the house help of this family he can't pronounce alice so he says alice i thought it was such a sweet touch sweet real touch to the story because you know people can't you know some people can't pronounce you no know, english names right so it was such a cute thing and whenever he would call her alice I, my heart would just melt such an adorable story and i thought it was it was also perfect because you know it showed a uh, different classes so this was like from lower middle class and then you know the wedding was happening in the upper middle class family yeah all the moments like small moments between them were my like favorite moments like even when he's trying to tell her that aap mujhe computer se you can send me something through computer like he's trying to explain her because he thinks like she's the house help so she might not know and she's like yeah email say he's like oh acha pata hai like oh you he's so it. floored by her so even when he asks like aapka naam he's like alice he's like acha angrezi naam hai <laughs> he's just like you know she's out of yeah his league even though she's a house help but he, he just like that and even coming back to how like his profession like earlier the weddings were just organized by like you had people who did tents yeah. and people who just like did flowers and those were your wedding organizers so to say right it wasn't like this person who's coming with brochure and like pamphlets to your house with like color coded themes or anything you have tents of like different colors you can pick the tent you want and like how what higher grade fabric you will get and stuff like that and yeah, yeah and I, that is why i love cinema you know because it leaves this huge legacy behind right like imagine 50 years from now somebody's watching that and they're like wow 2001 this was the india it'll be us only flow <laughs> the nostalgic souls watching old films i feel everybody else would have like gone moved on and and we'll be like flow do you want to watch <laughs> rajesh khanna <laughs> and then talk about it how it feels 50 years later actually i was thinking that if now somebody asked me like if you were stranded on an island and you could only go with one person i will actually pick you <laughs> i'm like can i go with flo because a yeah we'll always get along yeah because you know we are able to like catch on to each other's <laughs> tune and then we'll never run out of conversation absolutely look at the amount of indian cinema that is out there we were, we are good till we die on that island <laughs> even if we do one movie every day yeah <laughs> we are done <laughs> we won't even need any other entertainment so yeah okay now coming back to 
acting. Oh my god, this is like, how can you even talk about acting in this film? Like everybody, every single person. The best form of acting is not acting, right? And it felt like I was watching my family or, you know, my neighbor's family's wedding video. It was that real. Real in the sense, not boring, but just perfect. It almost felt like they didn't have any dialogues, you know. They just, they were just told that this was the scene and you guys, you know, do whatever you want. This, That is how it felt. So it shows a lot about the director, Mira Nair, who's amazing. And the story itself, I feel like the real prize, the real jewel of this, uh, you know, work is the story. So she's talking, like she's breaking a lot of stereotypes, the writer. She is, uh, she's showing how usually Indian girls are supposed to be the good girls. The bride-to-be, uh, you know, is shown as having an affair, even though she's engaged. And the, the ex is a married guy and her boss. And Indian women are always shown as this, who are just the sweet... touched before their wedding night. She was in a relationship and now she's ready to move on by getting married to somebody else, but she still can't get, kind of get over the ex. That is how human characters are, you know. There's no black and white. You know, uh, and, and I don't think in 2001, there were a lot of movies which showed Indian women as they were. Yeah, definitely not any mainstream film. Hmm. In fact, like I felt in this film, there's such a wonderful representation of women in India, starting from Pimi, who's the mother. So the mother and the sister, Kamini, they, you know, they're having this fun repertoire where they're talking about their younger days when they would talk about, you know, uh, dirty sexual jokes and then go to bed. So they are shown to be like, you know, they, that they enjoy their sexuality and then they do that. And then the daughter, you know, the bride-to-be, what you just said, that she was having an affair. And then comes Shefali, uh, who is another cousin of the bride, who is, uh, we don't know her age, but they always refer to her as her older cousin, who's like unmarried. She's crossed the age, which is usually in India, between 20 to 25 women will get married. So clearly she's crossed that age. Yeah. So she could easily just be 27. But in 2001, it was like, oh my God, she's yeah. older. But we really don't know what her real age is. So there is this person who has not got married and has no interest in getting married. So this is also unconventional. Then another cousin who just comes and then, you know, she sees this boy in the wedding house and she automatically is like flirting with him. And, you know, she goes and meets him at night and they don't even know each other. They know like they're just related. They're not first cousins, but they're like related within the family. And so they are like all of these women who are like, easily sexually liberated and none of them are shown to be good or bad girls they're just shown as who they are which is like independent of any you know judgment on them so i really 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 like that and of course the biggest theme in the film which was child abuse which was so smoothly just brought in it wasn't an issue it was not something you would watch and you felt like you had to cringe about it it was brought in it was addressed and then it went on and that is exactly how it happens. Like it'll exactly how it would happen in a family. Like there would be an incident, you know, how Indians are. We never really talk about anything. So we'll just like go our own way. And then one day we'll like figure it out. And yeah. so naturally this movie has a better way of dealing with it. They didn't just walk out and never talk. So I just felt like it was entertaining. Mm. It was fun throughout. Even those and the, the main theme was just for a few minutes, but you know, it makes a yeah. impact and then the women are like... And a lot of issues that we face in India, they don't have any boundaries. So here, even though it is upper middle class, they, they have shown a lot of issues like how Nazruddin Shah, like there's a scene where he's asking his friend to give him a loan because, you know, he's getting his daughter married off. And which is true for all of India. And also, if you remember, you know, his friend comments that, thank God I don't have a daughter. Yeah. So these are things I thought, you know, it's not making a huge statement, but Mira Nair is kind of putting it in there to show how the society thinks. All 
these issues that she was like even the child abuse and you know things like that they were not the main theme of the movie but they were all like just put there and even what's her name Aditi's uh, the bride, bride to be's brother who's kind of very effeminate yeah. and you know Ajit Shah wants him to be a man and he wants yeah. to you know send him to a boarding school so these are issues that is that is very common to a lot of people in India and you know she had just like put it like you know slightly in there Yeah. yeah, I even like the relationship they show between Nasir and Lilithube, the husband wife. Mm-hmm. You know, they have this friction when they're talking about the finance and the wedding. They're like, you know, they're having this uh, to and fro about, and then Nasir like Nashi Lilithube thinks that she's managing everything, and then Nasir is like, I have to struggle to get that. amount of capital raised to have this wedding you know this is so common like like nasir is thinking he has all the stress because he has to get the money and then lilith dubey is thinking she yeah. has all the stress and both of them are fighting not really fighting it's just like a little yeah. bit of a friction between them like even our parents we have never seen them fight but they would have this friction that you know we would yeah. know that they you know yeah exactly like little bit of like just saying what is on their mind kind of a thing and i like that none of them were shown as like all gray all black i felt all of these people were like just i felt like the right phrase for this movie for me is like this was a true slice of life mm. movie it's just like you like how you said in the beginning you are viewing a family wedding from the comfort of your home or cinema so it's everything that is happening on the screen is 100% how it would happen but just with the entertainment So the way it's shown is with a little bit of uh, great writing, which is edited so fast that you don't have any boring moments in between that, right. and everything comes together really, really well. Absolutely, it was a perfect film. I think it was perfect. It was like ten on ten. <laughs> Indian families are very confusing in terms of relationships because there are too many of us, and especially there's a wedding, and you get relatives from all over India and all over the world. So sometimes you would not even have met them, and you know you're always confused as to who is this person, like how are they related. So you always go to a like you know your mom. or your dad or your aunt and ask them who are they and how are they related and i thought this is perfectly shown because even while we were watching the movie we were so confused with the relationships we were like oh my god so is this her cousin or is this his uncle you know so i thought that also that confusion also i don't know if she did it intentionally but that confusion was like the perfect way of describing an indian family and then the groom to be he's from the us so he says i don't even know who's who half the time and we were like exactly welcome to the indian family yeah <laughs> even we don't know half the time yeah <laughs> in fact i actually wanted to mention that one dialogue which shefali says in the beginning and that was exactly what we said in our intro episode that uh, how everybody has a say in your life and shefali actually says that so you know uh, you know, the uh, bride to be is hmm. having an affair aditi her name is aditi and she's having an affair and then ria shefali's character knows that and she's telling her that you know sort this out because hmm. you're going to get married now and she's like oh yeah why would i get you know advice from you blah blah and shefali says exactly this i'm i'm your family and i have all the right to tell you you know and i'm going to and i was like exactly so here this person is like what right do you have to tell me she's like i am family i'm going yeah. to tell you so it's like her cousin and this is exactly what we said like this is family in india like everybody feels like they are if they are even minutely related to you in any form or way they have all the right to tell you and you know they would think it's their duty it's not even that they feel like they are like kind of butting in or something yeah. like if we don't tell you we'll be morally doing something wrong like it's our it's our moral duty <laughs> to inform you yeah that reminds me of another scene of shifali so shifali wants to go to the us to study creative writing so in india there's no concept of person space shifali's uncle who's nasiruddin shah he just says in front of everybody saying that she's planning to go to the us to do this can you help her out 
and 10 people at that table they all have an opinion on that yeah they're like why why would she go and then yeah. someone else is like Are, usme to, they, they, don't, they don't make any money in that line and like and then another person is like no remember that person who wrote a book and now he's rich and then another person is like oh that'll be too expensive why do you want to do that so that is exactly like for non-indian i don't know how it would sound but this is exactly how things happen in India. They'll just throw you. Like if you're younger, your life is not your life. If you're younger and then if you're a woman, because she, clearly Shefali is not young. But just because she's a woman and even though she has a job and she ha- makes an income, it doesn't matter. Her life is still up for everybody's discussion. I mean, I think even if you were a boy, mm. you probably w- they won't be able to impose it on you as much. But I think it's like, uh, you know, there's no uh, discrimination when they are telling you what to do in the uh, sense of your sex. Maybe more towards women. But I know enough men who have to like listen to what... Put up like, with this. Yeah, they've chosen careers which their family told them to follow, even though they sucked at it or something, you know. So it's like... It's equal opportunity in terms of... We don't discriminate. Yeah, in terms of giving advice. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so this was like very typical family thing. Now, just to uh, talk about the fashion because which there are people who like it. But I think like this movie, again, we'll be just like being redundant saying over and over again. The fashion was exactly how normal people would dress. So there's nothing you would say like, oh my God, that outfit. But when you see those people wearing whatever they are wearing, it seems very real part of life. And I actually like the realness of this Hmm. wedding. I actually like when people show how normal people wear clothes when they are, you know, not everybody can afford a Manish Malhotra lehenga or Sabir Saatchi, like five lakhs of a lehenga. Somehow it shows, like now when you see social media or when you see people's wedding, it feels like everybody has that much money and everybody's buying Sabir Saatchi. And as much as I love Sabir Saatchi, there is no way I can afford like five lehengas for him, from him for all my functions. So I don't know. That depiction is not a real depiction. And also... Again, this is 2001, right? So the dressing sense also was very, it was not corrupted by all these crazy designers who would cost a bomb. So whatever outfits they wore was very, I thought it was a very Delhi, Delhi sense of dressing, which is like, which is very stylish, but it's also very Indian. Yeah, they all were wearing these silk saris at the wedding, right? They were all wearing like this temple sari, which I recently wore in a post. Like I saw uh, Alia's mom, Sony Razan, was wearing a temple sari for the wedding. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. Or you know how the bride, like Lilith Dubey is picking mm. up stuff for the bride and she's taking out things from her own wardrobe and like the jewelry that she was given to like give it forward because nobody has that much money that they bring a whole new jewelry for everybody. So every you always use something which you were given and kind of remake it or just give it as it is right uh, so that and I also like Vasundra's uh, the bride who is like her silk kurta they're like plain they're solid they look looks like she got it from Fab India or something yeah and you know she's just simple plain kurtas and just like eye makeup and you know she's set for the engagement yeah and Neha Dubey is shown as like little hot sexy person and you know she's wearing all these cute outfits like little cleavage showing here and there hot pants here and there and halter tops because that was totally in like in 2001 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah the fashion was very much true rep- representation of how it was yeah Balance. Don't you love Delhi fashion? Huh? <laughs> Delhi sense of style, right? But now again, it feels like, you know, everybody's wearing the same thing. So I feel like that's where uh, maybe social media and bloggers have ruined it. Because, hmm. you know, there's so many times when I see people in Bombay or Bangalore where clearly there's not any winters. Hmm. And they are wearing, you know, these boots and leather jackets. And then 
The same is happening in Delhi. So that is fine. There is winter there. But I feel like now social media and bloggers mm-hmm. and celebrity fashion. So everybody is following this template. Oh my God, I need to wear what every all of these popular people are wearing. And I know. It was all about if you had a good eye for beautiful things, you know, you can pick it up even if it is not expensive. You can pick up good stuff and still look put together and stylish, you know. And that is exactly what was shown in the movie as well. Yeah, back then I would like see these people, like I would see Nandita Das and I would know this is Delhi fashion. Yeah. I would see Konkana Sen and I'd be like, that's Kolkata. And then I would probably see somebody like, I don't know, Rani or somebody like, you know, just normal Bombay person, like all these movie stars. I mean, you know, anybody who lives in Bombay. I'm like, okay, yeah, they are like Bombay. They would just be having like, you know, a t-shirt and jeans yeah. and sunglasses and they're good to go because it's just right. hot and humid out there. But right now, everybody looks the same. Even though Konkana and Nandita still look. I love them for that. I have huge respect and I love what they wear even now. They haven't changed. Yeah. yeah I wish I had their wardrobe. I just want to give a big shout out to Vijay Raz because as my quintessentially picking out these characters which are not the forefront of the film. So uh, previously I've mentioned Durga Khote and then in the beginning of the series I had mentioned Balraj Sani and this is the third one Vijay Raz he is he's so underutilized in Hindi films but he's so effortless he's no less than you know Nawazuddin or Irfan or Rajkumar Rao or anybody like he could totally do those things it probably I don't know the reason why he hasn't but it's just like whenever he is on screen he is effortless and he picks up different accents in different Mm. films that he's done and I just felt like this movie actually gave him the limelight but he had come back in like four years before this he had made a debut and so yeah a special shout out to Vijay Raz and if people don't know who he is google him and then like watch his work and you know you know what I mean so so that's it for our series on family dramas I hope everybody enjoyed and uh, picked up on new movies that they hadn't watched or revived the old ones that they had and stay tuned for our next series even we don't know what it's going to be yet yeah can't wait and in the meantime if you want to keep in touch with us we will be on social media you can check us out on twitter at moviewalapod on instagram at moviewalapodcast and use the hashtag moviewalapodcast as always thank you for listening bye Bye.